0: You go up on a hill for two or three days, not eating, not drinking, and just praying for a vision. That means you get connected to the nature and you start to observe what comes across, you know. And the first thing that came across when I did that were ants, you know.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. I have a wonderful guest today. My guest is a friend, very, very eloquent and very intelligent man who I have always admired because of how he spoke. That always made an impression on me. And I also want to publicly apologize today for letting him down yesterday because we had an appointment and I forgot we are here. I'm grateful that you decided to come back despite my bad. Manfred Richard is a, I knew him as a tour guide. We were young. Beautiful people, tour guides in America, all over the world. But the first time we officially met on the road was in the Grand Canyon. Again, there he impressed me with what he knew. He was telling me what I should do in Las Vegas when I get there. He you explained to me how I should do my city tour and I did and it worked. But then, of course, we all moved on in our lives. You became a resident manager, again, still working for the same company. And then you moved To Switzerland, you were a product manager for the company, later on a lecturer at the School of Tourism Management in Lucerne, and today you're a keynote speaker, a trainer, a coach and still my friend, I hope, Manfred Richard, how are you?
0: Hey Lisa, nice to see you again and I was really looking forward to see you again because uh, I had one more day to look forward to see you again here now on Zoom Uh, I'm very fine. I'm really doing good. I have my vaccination, so um, staying here in Zug in uh, Switzerland, uh, the weather is not really nice, but uh, it's nice, uh, cool summer, and uh, I'm feeling fine.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I guess we will eventually go again, won't we? And the vaccination will help. But um, for the time being, we just do the best we can with what we have, and that's why we are speaking on Zoom I would much prefer to have a glass of wine with you on the Lake of Zug and do this in person. But uh, this is all we get for the
0: moment. I just got the news that um, from after tomorrow... Will be possible to travel around as a Swiss uh, citizen with the COVID certificate all Excellent. around Europe. So um, it's uh, well possible that I will come and see you in Cyprus. Soon. You
1: are always welcome. At the moment, it's very hot, but uh, thank God for air conditioning. So we're good. Mm-hmm. Listen, I want to go back a little bit in time. Let's go back to that morning in the Grand Canyon at the helicopter restaurant. How did you? No, let's go back even further. I know that you, I think you studied journalism, didn't you?
0: Yes, yes. In my uh, 20s, you know, I studied journalism at university in Fribourg, in the French part of Switzerland, and uh, journalism and public relations. In those days, we were very critical, young citizens, young students, full of ideals and uh, ideas about how to change the world it was in the 80s, early 80s, and uh, then I studied journalism and public relations. And then my first job after the studies was as a public relations um, editor for a Swiss uh, addresses uh, organization, you know, the Swiss <laughs> national addresses organization. And uh, so I, I changed a little bit the ideas because uh, before I was very critical against uh, anti-capitalism and so on and so. And then, uh, as a editor for this association, I had to change also a little bit my political views, and um, maybe that's how I started to become very. Um, Flexible, you know, you have to change sometimes ideas or then from one extreme to another extreme. And then finally you find your way out in the middle, Swiss Swiss position.
1: (laughs) Diplomatic. Diplomatic. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But did you always want to travel? How did you how did this come about? How did you start work? Did you work as a tour guide while you were studying or did you join uh, later?
0: No, no. My travel experiences was, you know, I I grew up a little bit like you in a in a village in the yeah. in the Bernese Oberland in Switzerland, and um, my parents did not have the possibility to travel around. The only holidays I remember with my parents was on a on a bike, but both of them had only one bike, uh, so. Uh, we went to a place in the in the alps uh, in stechelberg Muren. maybe you know the place in,
1: mm, in, in Vaguely, basically the name is bell.
0: yes and uh, we traveled there by by bike you know with my parents this is one of my first uh, memories of uh, traveling but uh, then i went to the grammar school at school and we traveled maybe to the ticino southern part of switzerland you know with the, with our little motorbikes then you know and then with 19 i traveled to southern france and um, with hitchhiking Mm -hmm. hitchhiking really yes nobody
1: does that anymore
0: no, but in those days that was normal you know yes you have, you, you you have fifty Swiss francs in your pocket and you, you go out on the street and travel to San I
1: France. know, but you know what, what would you do like I'm thinking about the way we live i I live I think I'm thinking about the way we grew up. I would never allow my daughter to do what we did,
0: yeah, you know I didn't ask my <laughs> no. parents there
1: was nobody to <laughs> ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I, know. I, didn't, I didn't ask, and you know, no, um, those days, be, I, I, I think it was really hard time sometimes. We had a very good relationship in my family, my parents and everything, but I did more or less what I wanted to do after 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, and uh, even later on when I traveled around the world, sometimes they did not know where I am, you know. Sometimes even my company did not know where I am, because <laughs> because uh, after a uh, you had a couple of tours showing around you know in California for instance then then I disappeared for a couple of weeks to Mexico
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and um, nobody really knew where where I was you know and nowadays this is this is not possible anymore
1: it's so different I mean nowadays, You know, we know every five minutes where somebody is with all our phones and with all our WhatsApp and everything. And I was saying it in some, I think it was in another episode the other day. The only thing that I do kind of would have liked would be more photographs because I hardly ever took a camera with me on those tours. I don't know if we were allowed or were we not allowed or we wouldn't have had time anyway because we were busy with our people. You know, sometimes I would like some more photographs of those (laughs) times,
0: I had my little Minox, Minox, you know, the, the yeah. Minox um, photograph. I I always had it with me and I even remembered once when I was tour guide, I had a complaint uh, of, a, of a guest who said, Manfred, he always had his little camera and took pictures everywhere. And I remember that was in China, I think. And... And I I still have a couple of of these um, photos, but not here. Probably my sister is the the one who takes care of the photos. I don't know, but I, I took a lot of pictures. I have two or three posters. One of them is the the Twin Towers in yes. New York, you know. And ah, that's when we were together on the Twin Towers. We remember? Of course, I that do. Was, that's that was <laughs> a when we were <laughs> that's in, where in we New met. York. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: We actually went for a Thanksgiving dinner together because we uh, we met. I came from Switzerland. You came from Jamaica, I think. You or, or from somewhere
0: yes from
1: uh, jamaica we, we met in new york and uh, yes and we went to the, the twin t- that that was i I'll tell you which that was in 1986
0: yes 86 i yeah. remember well you know you know and i i wanted to um i was with my uh my wife then my later wife you know she she, she was a friend of yours and uh, we m- wanted to go to uh to a world tour I prepared everything first all the United States you know Grand Canyon Las Vegas Los Angeles then Jamaica then um, maybe around the world south southeast pacific or whatever and then she said no way I have an appointment with my friend Lisa in New York (laughs) within one month so we compressed, you know, we, we concentrated the whole thing into one month. So we went only to Key West and later on to Jamaica. And then we traveled to New York to meet you.
1: I'm we sorry. Went, I'm sorry about yes, that. But I yes, yes, so and then we made
0: the Edison Hotel yes. where <laughs> all the tour guides... <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: oh, my God, we ha- I have such good memories of New York. We were never together in New York as tour guides. I think you were already... No,
0: no, no. You, no, have, you were already just, back right, in
1: Switzerland yeah. at the time. I went there <laughs> later. But, um, you know, those tours in the U.S., they were amazing. I mean, what what is your best memory of of, of, uh, round trips in the U.S.?
0: Of the U.S.? Oh, that was mostly with my good old friend, also a partner who was also uh, tour guiding there. And we always had uh, the Golden West and the Best of the West round trip, you know. And we always met in Grand Canyon. And that was a... Was normal to to go there for the uh, steak houses there, and we always had steak, and uh, that's what you know. I, I I was wondering what what should I tell you of memories, m- most memorable journeys. You know, yeah,
1: and I mean, I'm going to get there
0: because it's so difficult. You have there so are many so memories. many, but once you ask this question, you know, then what pops up? What memories pop up? And probably at the moment, this is. Important, it has been a significant moment in life, and uh, you know I'm. Uh, these are friendships like this. This guy, BB is called. You know his his name was BB. You yeah, know I remember BB. BB, <laughs> 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 he was a real great guy, and we, you know, and in, in those days it was really nice because you had a greyhound driver, and a a greyhound and a group of thirty to thirty six um, passengers guests. And you traveled around there uh, with with this Greyhound and and then you could also organize in the evening some activities and you you collected some money. A lot of money. (laughs) You (laughs) organized (laughs) the activity and finally, of course, you you had a benefit and that was our motivation also to do that. And uh, Bibi and me, we, we counted dollars per minute you know <laughs> how many dollars per minute did you do did you realize uh, make on, on this tour you know so that's that was fun it was really fun with
1: he people. was amazing and you of course too because I know when I met you that time I wasn't working for Korn yet I was working for the other company that I worked before and I had no idea what I was doing and you guys just told me do this do that I remember you were telling me you go to Las Vegas you do you do that, and, and, and I just realized how much there one can do because i only followed the program i wasn't industrious at the time i learned but i learned well afterwards and i realized today that we were entrepreneurs even though we we were employed by the company we had a certain program to follow but everything else was up to us and when the more we did the better the tour the more money we made and the more tips we made at the end, because people were so happy that we spent so much time with them. So it was really a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, it it was indeed a a win-win situation. And of course, in those days, it was completely different. The situation, the legal situation was different. You know, in in Switzerland, uh, we have this uh, pauschalreisegesetz, you know, the law uh, for um, package tours. And there is a much more reliability of the company and in fact, there were things we did that nowadays would not be allowed anymore. We, we were really entrepreneurs. I remember once I was with a tour in, in China, in Guilin. And then we uh, we went to see these caves, you know, a visit of caves. And I let my group go with the local guide to, to visit the caves. And me, I was thinking, what could I do to offer them, you know, to make it more... You know to stage a little bit the, the uh-huh. whole to upstage you know, to upstage <laughs> you know the whole thing, and then I have seen there was a lake, and on this lake uh, there were um, uh, people who who showed tourists around with on the lake with, with boats made out of bamboo you know so really so, and then I organized a, 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 an excursion for my group to go to go on the lake on these um, bamboo boats. And uh, then they came out and said, yeah, nice surprise, I have organized something for you, all these couples, two and two, one boat. And I didn't speak any Mandarin Chinese and these Chinese people did not speak English (laughs) at, at all. And then I, I distributed the whole group on these boats and they went out on the lake and then I know these people are too heavy for these boats because these were Swiss, real Swiss <laughs> tourists and it was not um, designed for Swiss weight. So and finally I noticed that they were sank, sinking. Oh my sinking. God. And then I, I tried to call them back, you know, with, with gestures and come back, come back. But the Chinese are always, they did not understand. Departures or whatever you can call them, you know. And then uh, finally, I had them back, and they were really soaked with water. <laughs> and, and then we walked back to the bus, you know. And in that moment, there was a, a heavy rain starting, really heavy rain. And we ran back to the bus. We were completely soaked, and and all the Chinese, they were looking at us, watching us, smiling, and <laughs> you know. And then we went back to the hotel Holiday Inn in Guilin. And we had two day rooms, you know, because all our luggage has already been transferred to Beijing or whatever, okay. you know. Like and we didn't have our suitcases, so we had only day rooms to wait for the night. In the night time, we would take the train, you know, to go okay. to And then I get, you know, women have one day room, ladies one other day room, and I disappeared. And I <laughs> knew the, the sales manager of the hotel, a nice girl there, and. And I said, they will kill me, you know. <laughs> so, because they had no
1: ch- clothes to change.
0: No clothes. And, and it was all my fault, you know. Yes. It was me, you know. I was <laughs> complete, and I was so ashamed. I didn't dare to go there. And so. And then she said, oh, let's uh, send them some uh, hair dryers, you know. Mm-hmm. Hair dryers. And then after a couple of, maybe one hour, one and a half hour, I went there to see them in their room, in the day room. And, you know, before the whole group dynamic was not really nice. They were a little bit like the women saying, you're having dinner all the time to get a lunch, to get a breakfast, to get, always in these wrong tables? Mm -hmm. And then you have the the menus turning on the table, you know, turntable. Then the lady said, do you like some snake, Ilse? You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 Because we were eating snakes and cats, you know, all these jokes, you know, and so, So I noticed that group dynamic was not really well. But then when I opened the door, they were all sitting around together and blowing with the uh, (laughs) to to to, to dry up the, the clothes. And they were chatting and having a good time. And... In travel, not it has not to be perfect. Sometimes the the mistakes, the things that go wrong, remain in the in the memory, and it changed so much. And it was a beautiful, about twenty days round we, trip in China yeah,
1: yeah. and also this is what you remember and I'm sure this is what these people remember when everything oh, goes sorry. well you know it's just normal program but and also I always felt that when something went wrong we could show what we were capable of doing you know how to solve a problem or oh, how yes, to cha- yes. change things and talking about uh, I had an experience with BB because we were talking about him before I mm-hmm. briefed him for an Australia round trip he went to Australia mm-hmm. after me and in Australia there wasn't really that much uh, money to be made because there, okay I'm sure there could have Ooh. been more
0: anyway he said to Does me need a black opal?
1: oh yes oh, <laughs> oh god yes, yes. <laughs> that yes but he said to me oh yeah he said in Alice Springs what about in Alice Springs and I said I don't know I don't think that there is anything anyway I found out later that he organized a balloon excursion you know air balloon hot air balloon ah,
0: okay mm-hmm. and
1: it was very early in the morning and Alice Springs is in the desert and he didn't tell he didn't know himself and he didn't tell anybody and they all really froze to death because it was so cold up in the air and he had a lot of complaints but anyway you know again it's what people will remember it's it's things that we don't talk about things that go well later on we talk about either things that went wrong or things that were a lot of fun and i think a lot of stuff that we did was
0: a lot of fun here in Switzerland, nearby, there's a, a location for events. And so, and before the pandemic, we had uh, fucked up parties. <laughs> that means you have uh, speakers. Who uh, were talking about failures? Yes, because you know the regular speaker, the typical speaker is talking about success and how you make life successful and what a super guy I am, mm-hmm. and you can do that too, you know, if you follow my wow. uh, advice and so. But finally, that's not—it's not fun, you know—it's wow. not. What? Why should you listen to people, uh, to stars or whatever? It's much more interesting to listen to people tell about tell you about failures about and real stuff and fucked up truth, situations. Truth. You
1: know? Well, and of course, you know there is, as we say, because I I know that you are also an NLP uh, master. Mm-hmm. You're actually a trainer, aren't
0: you? Yeah, and- I started with the practitioner. You know, when I started lecturing, giving lectures, you know, I. I from one day to the other i was a lecturer you know so i had no idea about meth- methodology, methodology obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and i and I, I knew i had to to do something for yeah. improving my my communication to to, to That the people listen to you, you know, that's the most important thing. When you want to communicate to people, they have to listen to you to turn off. (laughs) And um, so I I started this um, practitioner. Mm. And I think I was one of the first people in Switzerland in those days who who made this uh, training, you know, uh, practitioner training came over from the united states it
1: started later in switzerland learned, so yeah i talk about a trip in florida i picked up a book in 1989 in the edison mall in fort myers uh-huh. okay so and it you... was called the power of your subconscious mind by dr joseph murphy and that's a book that changed my life really yes. i can say yes. that you know like it sounds like cheesy when you say this but i didn't know that i had a subconscious mind until then
0: yes yeah and i I'm didn't sure. know how
1: much power the subconscious mind we had, we had
0: no clue about nothing. no no
1: and so uh you know those were <laughs> the years it was fantastic yeah. but yeah. what i wanted to say also about you know there is no failure it's just a learning process it always yeah, sure you know you learn you live and learn yeah. so you yeah. know you follow and this is you fall over and then you get up again and you do it again and hopefully different yeah. this time
0: yeah yeah you know the the power of metaphors Yeah. Life is life is like a roller coaster, I always say, you know, you have to have energy to go up, and then it's a high feeling. You're up, you have success, and this loads up your energy, your your battery and everything, and then you run down, and then you have to have enough energy to pass the valley and then go up again and the valley down there. This is like the, the mistake that when you do something wrong. But that's when you are learning. Exactly. So the faster, the more mistakes you make, the faster and more you learn.
1: That's right. And the faster you, the roller coaster goes. And also, you wouldn't enjoy your ups if you didn't have any. If you didn't know the downs, then it would just be a flat line. Yeah, and a flat sure. line is death. You know, you're dead. So we, that's not. Uh, but um, anyway, coming back to most memorable journeys. What's your favorite
0: country? First of all, it's Tunisia. You know, you had also a podcast I listened to it. You know about Tunisia, <laughs> and um, because uh, I, I stayed there for two years more or less for working there as a resident manager, and so I had I made a lot of friends, uh, and I love this. You know, Phoenician art of of salesmanship, salesmanship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I spent so many hours with uh, merchants for uh, carpet merchants, <laughs> L- listen to them, talk to them, and watch them how they were selling. And I always call this the old Phoenician art of selling. And some of my techniques that I that I train today, and when I do coaching for negotiation. It's, I learned with the carpet merchants in Indonesia.
1: I am not sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's psychology and it's the the pleasure of, of communicating and negotiating. And the first thing I learned there is it is possible to lie in a negotiation. I was
1: do a, Swiss. In, a Swiss we don't do that No no
0: I was there and I thought as a Swiss guy is never lying you know mm-hmm. you should and when the, the other counterpart was was saying something I thought he he's telling me the truth and then I noticed it maybe he's lying and maybe he thinks I'm lying too <laughs> and then it started to really be, be, become funny and and, and nice and that was a very important learning. So Tunisia had a lot of importance, I would say, in, in my life. You know, uh, I think what is important is not importance, but significance. After is not like before. Mm-hmm. You know, after a journey is not like before. And there were some journeys, some travels that I did, and I do not remember because mm-hmm. it was just routine, and another country I I remember is the United States. Of yeah, same here. So wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Always go back. Yeah, a lot of variety and, and beautiful, and I have also very good memories. And you know, later on, I I always travel back. I was always attracted by the uh, native Indian culture. Already when I was at university, I studied in. The, topic the side topic was anthropology and, mm-hmm. and I always was interested in anthropology and and uh, the native uh, American Indian culture so I always met people from of native Indian culture and that's also later on we went to South Dakota to uh to the Pine Ridge Reservation Indian Reservation and the Badlands and Black Hills you know this really nice. <laughs> wild west uh, yeah. And if the, if the Indians, you know, the Red Indians, the Native Americans, uh, spending their weeks in camps out in the prairie and doing ceremonies, and that was also very, very significant for my life.
1: You know, There's a lot of a lot wisdom, of you know, that you learn from these people and they take it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be fast because we have learned that life has to be fast. And when you go to, to these places, you understand that it doesn't have to be like that. And that you can learn things in a different way and you can watch and observe. And uh, and as you say, the U.S. is they have everything. I, you know, people make fun of Americans who don't have a passport, but they have such a beautiful country. They have the Pacific and the Atlantic and the Rockies and yes. the deserts yeah. and they have everything. So you can travel around the U.S. for many, many years and, and see different things without having to leave the country.
0: Yes, yeah, sure, and it's uh, it's very rich also. You know the the wisdom and in of this culture, the native culture is, is amazing. You know, we spent there um, participating in Sundance dance ceremonies, and I remember the first Sundance, dance I was assisting there, participating. There were a, a lot of uh, people, um, Jungians, you know, C.G. C, Jung, you know, the, the,
1: yes, the yes, 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 and
0: uh, there were a lot of psychotherapists, and they were uh, also exp- uh, exploring the the dreams, you know, the, uh, dreaming what what mm-hmm. what dreaming is telling you, and visions you know there's a there is a ceremony of vision quest maybe you heard that you know you go up on a hill for Uh two or three days not Uh eating and drinking and just praying for a vision that means Mm -hmm. you are you get connected to the nature and you start to observe what what comes across you know and the first thing that came across when i did that were were ants you know I said, what are you telling me, Johan? <laughs> you know, it was the first lesson. Oh. But of course, you're waiting for an eagle flying by, you know. Yes,
1: did it fly by?
0: No, no. Ago? But then I started to get, uh, I had fear I had fear that the bear was passing by. What would I do with a bear? And I asked yeah, the medicine man, you know, asked what, what do I do if a bear shows up? And he said, you just talk to him.
1: <laughs> really <laughs> yes wait for the, you know like tell him enjoy your meal or
0: something yes, yes, yes. talk but, to the uh, bear
1: so tell me for example um, did you ever have like bad clients experience do you remember any clients that really stuck out that really made your life difficult do you have any stories about clients about people who traveled with you
0: good question good question none
1: none yeah. Nothing
0: pops up. That's Nothing. Interesting. That's Nothing. Interesting. you know, this it is it's a it's a psychological experiment that you're doing with me. I check, I scan, is there anything? Nothing.
1: And tonight you're going to be in your bed, and you're going to remember all these things. Oh yes, yes. Oh then, my then god!
0: Start, right? <laughs> no, I, even, I don't remember. But
1: that's okay. That means that
0: you've,
1: no. you know, that means that you've processed everything. That you that your trips were good, and your have clients were happy. Um, like I've got one experience. I had this, I went to India once. The first time I went to India, I had this client who I I met them at the gate at the airport in Zurich. And he told me that he was going to India the fifth time. And I thought, oh my God, I had never been to India before. And I thought, oh my God, this guy is going to notice that I'm there the first time. And I faked it until I made it. And I faked it. And at the end, and he also told me that he had been traveling around India with one of the Annabelle journalists. And, you know, I thought, oh, God, that uh-huh. makes it even worse. Anyway, at the end of the trip, he never noticed that I hadn't been to India. And he, at the end of the trip, he said to me, you know, I've been here many times, but I've never had such a nice and eloquent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, You don't forget that.
0: <laughs> no. While I'm listening to you, I remember, you know, my first round trip in Sicilia, Sicily. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And the round trip, and this, this is full of culture, of history, you know, of temples and, and the, the Norman Normans and the, right. and the, the Phoenicians, and the, cut, the cut, you know, everything. And so I prepared the guiding, you know, with Dumont, with the books, you know, we had no Google, nothing. Oh, no,
1: exactly. No, yes.
0: And then I started to tell about the story of the history of, of Sicily or this region. And there was a, a couple, very nice couple, very nice man, and he said, and this first day he said, Listen, Manfred, you know, just that you know, I am a, a professor of history. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know if you have any questions, ask me. But we do not say anything to, uh-huh. the, to, the, to the guests, so we were like, You know, you partners. were buddies, yes, yeah, yeah, because he could have been really bad, me, you yeah. know, yeah, very yeah. mean. Yeah. So that showed me. Wisdom is not only what you have in your brain, what you were studying, it's also the wisdom of heart, you know, the emotional competence. And I learned that with him. And a a bad example just popped up. We were together with another tour guide and we were tour tour guides and we were with 76 people, let's say people in our age now, you know, Mm -hmm. 60 Mm -hmm. to, to 80 years old on a world tour. And we were supposed to go to Fiji Islands. And this this tour took about more than 20 20 days. So, and we had to go to Fiji, but there was the riots in Fiji in in those years. So we could not go to Fiji and we ended up in Samoa, in in Eastern Samoa, Uh the former German colony. And we were there for one week, stranded in Samoa. You know, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and and before we were one week in Cook Islands, Rarotonga, no, another island. island What did you do? I tried everything, you know, I knew a guy whose name was Piri master of disaster and he he showed everything about coconut, you know, <laughs> climbing up the coconut uh, palm tree and, and doing shows and making fire with coconut and doing all this. Then his wife showed us how to prepare food, you know, and, and we did everything. But. These people they wanted just to go further, you know, next station. They did not go to the beach. They, they could not enjoy the paradise. They, they were. Couldn't live in the they had the program, yeah. and every morning they asked me the first thing in the, the breakfast. They asked me, "Hey, Manfred, any news about Fiji?" I hated that, you yeah, know. That. there was one guy. He was a lawyer, and he already started to collect, you know, the, the, the complaint. What? Against the company, you know, and and he was a really pain in uh, in the neck. Know. So that was a, a bad guy, and you know, we were We organized really nice barbecues and and dinners at the beach, you know. With and then the first thing we said, we had to queue up enough during the war. We are on holiday now. We want to be served at table.
1: That is I'll crazy. never forget this. Yeah. I'll never
0: forget this. Like, boat, you know.
1: There is all this beauty and the yeah. only thing is, but you know, those people, those are the people who are never happy, no matter what you get. No, them.
0: no, you, you, they can travel all, yes. all over the world and do not get any step further.
1: Yeah, but and you know, those people, it's like what, you, like you say, these are really poor people. The only thing that they have is money.
0: Yes, yes. You know, money and, and, and they buy the experience yeah. of traveling yeah. and, you know, just one spot to the other.
1: Yeah, it's like and collecting it. collecting stamps in the old days. We used to have stamps in our passport. I remember
0: yes, yeah.
1: I changed my passport because it was full once. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but you know, as you were saying before, no Google. We had books and we had to prepare for our trips. Can you imagine what it would be like today to be a tour guide? Everybody would be sitting in the bus with their phone. Checking on what yes.
0: you're Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm. I was always attached to this profession and and uh, uh, tour guiding, and I always uh, organize a course in Switzerland for um, professional guides. You know, mm-hmm. but not guides. It's more people take care of guests. You know, in German, guests, Hospitality experts or whatever you yeah, call yeah, them yeah. with the Swiss diploma. You know. Okay. And. It changed completely, you know, you are not anymore the person who shows the, shows the people around and telling about the temple of the year of the architect and that's boring anyway. Yeah. So what you have to do nowadays is more to organize the detailed staging of the tour and to organize also the, the social dynamics in the group. And it's different. And also you have to, protect nature, for instance, in Switzerland nowadays, you know, with the pandemic, you know, the Swiss did not travel around in, in the world, so they traveled around in Switzerland, yeah. they, they explored the Alps, yeah. and they, they just stepped out and, and they have no feeling for the nature, so it is a new demand now that guides are more rangers yeah and they protect the nature they help to have a sustainable experience for both sides you know mm-hmm. and um of course the people but if you want to know something you you have it you know you have your apple watch yeah. you have your, you have everything <laughs> It tells you um, when to drink
1: water and it tells you when to yeah, move the lake. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Thing, so yeah, we don't exactly. need a, Yeah. But um, anyway, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a new world, and of course, the pandemic. That, even without the pandemic, the world has changed so much.
0: Yes, so, sure,
1: We sure. did, but um, the world is still a beautiful place, and I am very. I'm ready. I'm very much looking forward to traveling again. Where will you go if once you can go? What will be your first uh, like big trip?
0: Ah, okay. You know, I booked that already. The next trip is um, uh, 18th of July. So, oh, well, less okay. than two weeks. And uh, travel to, uh, to Brazil. Oh, nice. Yes, and I don't know very much. You know, I've I traveled a couple of times to South uh, South America, to Peru and mm-hmm. and Guatemala. Uh, no, not Guatemala. Mexico is Central America, but um, Brazil, Peru, um, Paraguay a little bit. But um, Brazil, I've been only three times in my life. And I, I and this is a, a big country and I'm going okay. to explore Brazil.
1: Half a continent. Yes, um, and
0: it's possible to travel again. You know, all, Brazil was always open. You could by uh, by air. You can always uh, enter the country by plane. So um, I'm going there for three, four very weeks nice. I, holiday.
1: I went to. I don't think you know that. I on the twi- on the 11th of March last year, I traveled to Buenos Aires. The day the pandemic was becoming, ah,
0: awesome.
1: and I. Found, <laughs> I arrived on the 12th and on the 13th, I found out that the country was closing down in three days and I had to escape and I had to find a flight and I actually flew to Sao Paulo first. I had a flight from Buenos Aires to Sao Paulo and then uh, the Swiss to uh, and I have I, I somehow when I got out of that plane in Sao Paulo, I thought I would really like to stay here now. You know I wish there wasn't the pandemic I wish yes, I wouldn't have yeah. because I just had this feeling I just wanted to stay in Brazil and I it's definitely on my list of things to do and I also ended up coming back to Cyprus then after I went to Switzerland and I, I was one of the first people who were locked up in a hotel for 2 weeks I was I was put in quarantine here
0: yeah I see see, see. It's so yeah, when cute. you do, when you travel you have all kinds of experiences <laughs> yeah yeah um, Travel. How about traveling in the future? I think it's very important to travel with more consciousness and uh, in a sustainable way and slower. You know, you you mentioned the Indians before. You know, you have to to travel slowly. You should not because your 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 spirit should follow you. You know, your soul should should follow you when you travel, and uh, maybe our traveling before was was too crazy, you know, too much, yeah, too hectic.
1: I agree. We needed this, maybe not so long, but we needed some. Yeah,
0: because we also worked in travel industry. So working in travel industry, so you you were making money, you earning your life. Yeah, you yeah. Know. But nowadays, now we are getting back slowly to to the retirement age. You know, the third part of our of our age and i think we will slow down me yeah. i would slow down and, I,
1: and, and enjoy more. In some places yeah yes and yeah. and like stay longer instead of yes yeah. just going for two three nights somewhere you know more and, and that also makes it more sustainable if you don't fly so much you know just enjoy it more yes so, yeah. yeah what about young people what would you recommend to a young person where should they travel what should they do
0: young persons we should first of all learn to travel within themselves you know also you know maybe do a little bit more meditation and and think about uh, yourself and explore the the world inside the, is, inner world, yeah. the inner world world yeah. this is very important because everything is very much focused to the outside world yeah. and and then, when you develop your inner world, and you start to travel slowly, slowly, step by step, to other countries, and try to stay a little bit longer, mm-hmm. do not these weekend trips, you know, weekend trips to to London and two nights partying, and come back, and I, I think maybe that will change what we do. Explore the world, like you know, when we were doing hitchhiking, you know you could not go for two weeks to to southern France. It took you two weeks to get there. (laughs) It took you two (laughs) weeks to go down there. I remember, you know, when you asked me the first trip, I remember when I the first time I really I went to see my girlfriend in London and she was in uh, in this typical uh, London schools you know for for uh, for Foreigner, learning foreign. English yeah, you know open yeah, yeah. she was an au pair it's and so I took, I did not have money enough so I, I hitchhiked hiked uh, to London to see her and it took maybe don't know one or two weeks don't, don't <laughs> know, to, to get there so then I stayed a little bit with her And then I wanted to get back. I said, no, this time I fly. That was the first flight in my lifetime. The one-way flight from London to Zurich. And I remember... My
1: first flight was to London.
0: It was to London. From London back to Switzerland. (laughs) In a caravel. You, you remember caravel? This, yes, this of course, yes, of course. And I had the seat right behind, you know, the, the, the <laughs> back of the, <laughs> of, of the plane. And you don't believe it, but I, I started to get sick.
1: Not very well. Don't days. You didn't know what was happening
0: to you. It, 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 this plane is is flying. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's flying so slowly, so it's I got sick and, you know, as a child, I got sick when I was in the back of a car.
1: Yeah. My my parents
0: did not have a car. So the the great event was when our aunt or uncle came with a VW, you know, the Beetle. Yeah. And then we made a tour around the Lake of Thun, you know, and and, and there were curvy Uh slopes. And and, and then the... and I normally I was sitting in the band and I started to vomit. And I, I did not dare to say that I have to vomit. So I remember once I vomited into the neck of my, my uncle. And I was so ashamed, you know.
1: <laughs> and you felt the same way on the caravan.
0: Yeah, and then you know, and then on the caravan, I was all so came back. I did not dare to say I am sick, you know. <laughs> so I yeah
1: anyway listen manfred i could talk to you for hours but we have to end this because otherwise people won't be following us anymore and uh, maybe maybe we'll just have to talk again because i don't think we've said it all because, especially since you will be remembering all those things tonight so um, yeah yeah
0: yeah we'll we do a
1: second session. but mm-hmm. i wanted want to tell you that this was an absolute joy to talk to you thank you so much for being my guest today
0: you forgot one last question. I I heard. I listened to one, <laughs> one. the last question? The last question. You ask all your guests what would you take along if you had to go on one week on an island.
1: So you are
0: prepared. Island. I didn't ask the question. You didn't ask the question. Tell
1: me, what would you take along if you had to go to an island on your own for
0: two weeks? This is the only question I really prepared. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was, what should I say? And hey. Two gallons of water.
1: Very clever. Right. Yes, because otherwise you would be dead after three days. And yes, that's the about only
0: anything. thing you need. You don't need a <laughs> you don't need uh, nothing. You just need two gallons of water a and then everything is fine.
1: Nobody has answered this question right so far. Yeah. Yes. You're
0: yeah, the first it's a difficult one. question. It, it is, is a tricky question. Yes. And, and you have sure. to think twice. Yeah, know. very true. No, right listen
1: on. if somebody wants to be coached by you manfred how would they find you because i know that you are a very good coach you're a good business coach.
0: i have a website um, manfredrichard.ch okay and i have also a landing page now this is coach.manfredrichard there you can book um, free consulting for 30 minutes excellent you know this is also is really great you know It's automatized.
1: Lovely. I have Calendly. (laughs) I still don't know how to use it. You know Calendly.
0: Yes, I've... I've, I've, Calendly. It must have been a Swiss who invented that. Calendly. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so Swiss. (laughs) On
1: that note, Manfred, I am saying goodbye to you. Thank you so much. Salma. You
0: again. All the best to you.
1: If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.